The Green Industry Podcast is designed for lawn care and landscape professionals looking to grow their business, improve their craft, and help their families achieve their goals and dreams. Your host, Paul Jamison, has over a decade of hands-on experience. His lawn care company serves many of Atlanta's pro athletes and entertainers. He also has major market experience as a radio air personality. This combination helps him provide a dynamic, informative, and fun podcast. The Green Industry Podcast also showcases interviews with movie and shakers in the industry. And learn how a Paul Jamison thinks. Learn how a Julio thinks. You can get Caleb Allman on here and say, Caleb, what do you think about making investments into new equipment or should you buy used? This is the square footage. This is my rate. This is my price. This is my rate. This is the size of the yard. And this is this is all the whys of why I'm at this price. Cut that grass and make that cash. He told me to look out and pitch our future together and all that sappy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> and you know. Oh, you know. This was about lawn care. Uh, <laughs> it's turning into like the notebook. Everything starts with the user from a product development perspective, from a marketing perspective. And that's that's something we really are trying to incorporate into the culture is the user is first. We represent manufacturers of outdoor power equipment, engines, generators, utility vehicles, golf cars, etc. Lots of manufacturers. We've got 100 members. So we're their voice in Washington, D.C. Then you ask me, have you ever driven a truck? I'm like, Brian, I've run a, I've run a business for 10 years because you let me drive thunder. You're like, are you sure you know how to drive thunder? I was like, come on, dude. It's a it's a big-ass truck, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but so I, you gas know. was on the right, yeah. brake was on the left. And Brian came in, and he just held my hand, and he's like, look, we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. It's going to be okay. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm tangibly doing. These are the steps. That's one thing that I think a lot of husbands don't get um, if you're listening and your wife's not on board with your dreams is if you don't involve her in the business, you don't show her tangible steps that you're taking and get her on board and involved in whatever capacity that she wants to get in on the dream with, it's very hard to believe. It doesn't seem tangible. In their trucks and on their lawnmowers and on their bobcats and people tuning in, eating it up. There's, of course, the entertainment aspect to some degree. There's the companionship, but there's also the goal of getting folks on that's going to share something. It's actually going to be applicable. It's actually a fruitful use of time. And I, I mean, I saw this all flash before my eyes. Subscribe today and begin the journey of taking your business to the next level as you learn best practices and practical strategies for maximizing profits. And we hope you'll enjoy the Green Industry Podcast. I've heard that one before, checks in the mail. Yeah, right. What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. We are in for a treat today. We're going to talk with a landscape professional who's been at it for over 20 years in the Atlanta market. He is my friend, Russell Skipper. Started in middle school. He was mowing for some of the Atlanta Braves uh, pitchers, Tom Glavin and and many others. And then he started working for his brother and uh, doing furt and squirt. Then he worked for one of the biggest companies in Atlanta doing installations And then he had that moment. He's like, you know what? It's about time for me to have my own business. And uh, so then he launched his own landscaping company and uh, also does fertilizer and weed control. They have over 1,000 customers and uh, his wife, Amber, is on board. She helps run the business with them. They're just on the same page and just crushing it. So he's going to impart a lot of knowledge to us today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation with Russell. I actually got to go to the GIE Plus Expo a few years ago with him. So we drove, you know, from Atlanta to Louisville and back and stopped at Cracker Barrel and a hole in the wall barbecue place. And so we got a 
probably about 20 hours to just talk shop, talk business. And I'm telling you guys, Russell knows his numbers. He knows his marketing. He knows his services. He knows his profit margins. He, this guy knows what he's doing. So stay tuned. If you have a notebook, want to take some notes, or if you're out in your mower, this is an episode you're going to want to star and favorite and go back and listen to a second, maybe even a third time. Uh, Russell knows his stuff. So we appreciate him taking the time to join us on the show today. We're also appreciative to our show sponsors. Thanks to our friends at Echo for sponsoring today's program. You guys know I love Echo blowers. I got the PB8010. I love it. It will make leaf season easy peasy. So uh, if you're looking for a blower for leaf season, I highly recommend Echo's PB8010. It is the best. Also, thanks to our friends at the Hardscape Academy. If you want a little education in how to install retaining walls, stone patio pavers, and much more, check out the resources available at the Hardscape Academy. And also thanks to our friends at Rapmate. If you guys are looking to utilize your vehicle for marketing, make a clear presentation of who you are, you can click on the link in today's show notes and Rapmate will give you a free estimate of what it would cost to wrap your vehicle. So without further ado, let's uh, hear a quick word from our sponsors and then get into this inspiring conversation with Russell Skipper. Echo Outdoor Power Equipment presents a lesson in power. The winds of a Cat 5 hurricane reach 157 miles per hour. An Echo Backpack Blower, 234 miles per hour. So yeah, it'll clear a path. Power on and on. Echo. Here at the Green Industry Podcast, we identify and share the best opportunities to help lawn care and landscape professionals maximize their business results, and RapMate is no exception to that mission. They're a nationwide platform that helps lawn care companies get wraps and graphics on their work vehicles. They've got a world-class design team and a network of top-certified local pros who install vehicle wraps no matter where you live. If you've been thinking about wrapping your company vehicles or even just getting a couple of logos for your work truck, visit RapMate.com slash Green Industry. That's wrapmate.com slash green industry, and they will streamline the process for you from start to finish. And the link is in today's show notes. Hey guys, it's Brittany Amon with the Hardscape Academy. We have created a how to install pavers and how to install retaining walls guide that are both two and a half hours to three hours long, available immediately online after you purchase for $99 at thehardscapeacademy.com. We also have two free courses on there, how to build slab steps and how to install slab stairs. You should check them out at thehardscapeacademy.com. All right, guys, well, we're in for an absolute treat today. I've wanted to interview my buddy, Russell Skipper, for a while because he's been in the industry for a long time. He has a lot of knowledge of how to run a business. So, Russell, thanks for taking time to uh, chat with us today. No problem. Thanks for letting me come on. Yeah, man, well, you got so much value to add to us. So we're all ears today. So tell us a little bit about your background, uh, how you got started in this industry and how long you've been in the uh, green industry. Um, so... I started back when I was in middle school, so I'm 36 now. Um, I started back in middle school, earning money in the summertime. Um, I worked for a firefighter, so we worked a couple days a week, and we cut um, a lot of high-profile Braves players' yards, and that's kind of what got me hooked. And uh, uh, I, I worked, I worked in that, I worked in that neighborhood. I think I know the neighborhood you're talking yep. about, and you guys real yep. mowed yep. with the the real mower, right? That's right. That's so, right. So, so you got Tom your start. Yard. Yeah. Tom Glavin, you're yeah. out there as a middle school kid using a real mower, yep. 
mowing yep. Tom Glavin's yard. That's that's a good start, dude. <laughs> so so that that got me. Um, that's what got my passion started in landscaping. Realized you could make money doing it, and uh, you know making yards look really nice, and people were appreciative. So that's what got me started. That's awesome. And then what, what, where did it go from there? Cause I know eventually you started working for a, a bigger company and doing a lot of enhancements installations for them. What was the next yep. chapter? So the next chapter was my brother had a landscape company and maintenance division. Um, he had about 125 accounts year round accounts. And I worked for him for four or five years in my early twenties. Um, and he was paying somebody to spray the lawns for him. And, uh, I was like, I can do that for us. So I went and took the test and learned how to spray lawns. And then, um, that's where I, I got my experience. I just basically self-taught myself. And then, um, he sold his company, uh, about three or four years into it. And, uh, I went to go work for a really large, um, installation company, commercial landscape company in Georgia in Atlanta, Georgia. And, uh, I learned how to do large scale installation jobs there. Man. So just, uh, it's so cool to hear your story because you start off mowing and not just any mowing, especially mowing for those listening that are living in another state that might not know what we're talking about. The real mower, it cuts the grass at like a half of an inch. It's, it looks like a golf course, you know, like a fairway or a putting green. So you got that expertise. Yep. Then you got the fertilizer and weed control knowledge license. You got that under your belt. Then you step yep. into this whole other realm of plants and digging holes and putting in plants and sod and, and that whole world right that's right that's right uh the company i worked for um i had to be in a shop at six in the morning to get my crew ready and then i would be back in the shop that afternoon until six or six thirty we would plant 20 or 30 you know two to three inch caliper trees and four to five hundred bales of pine straw and two to three hundred bushes and that was a day in and day out uh so you're foreman, you're foreman 12 hours a day. At what point did the light bulb go off in your head that I need to be running my own company? Uh, the light bulb went off in my head when uh, we went out of town for a job and my hourly guys on my crew made more money than I did. Wow. You were salary. So that was back huh? when, yep. That was back when uh, you could work, you know, foremen were salary. You could work them. God knows how many hours. So, uh, that's, that's the light bulb. Went so on. you were getting under your belt, lawn mowing fertilizer, now installations. What were you tracking yep. the numbers? Like, man, I, my boss charged them this. I only got this, this, you know, w w how are you the money side of it? Or were you just focused on digging the hole and putting the plan in there and putting the pine straw down? Or were you starting to investigate into the pricing behind all this? So at that large company, they had everything uh, broken down into man hours. So a tree would take X amount of man hours and a bale of pine straw would take X amount of man hours. Um, so that's when I realized that there's more to uh, landscaping than just doing the work and you have to really know your numbers or, you know, it's going to be, you're not going to have a good profitable company. Um, and then what kind of reporting were you having as the foreman and your crew to the, to the company? Cause I'm sure it, this was all, you didn't realize at the time, this was all educating you for where you are today, but what was your kind of reporting right. or, or how did they kind of do it back in the day? What, 
what was kind of the flow? So back in the day, they basically had, I don't know if LMN was back uh, around then. That would have been eight or nine years ago. It probably, it probably was around then. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of software they used. We would have, you know, X amount of man hours per job. Um, and then we'd have to come under our man hours. Um, and if we did, you know, there was more profit for the company. Um, if we went over our man hours, then, you know, obviously we lost money on the job. So that's kind of what kept, kept the field managers um, accountable. Okay. Um, so- and that's where... Fantastic. So, so Russell goes in as the foreman, you got to get the job done in this amount of man hours. So you guys kind of had a clear cut goal. So then when did it, yeah. when did it all switch over to you launching your own company and saying, forget this okay. nonsense? So, so, um, when I first started working at that large commercial company, I sprayed for another company for a couple of years before. Um, and I realized that you know, there was good money in lawn spraying. So I literally would drive my spray truck. At the time, it was just a pickup truck with a couple hundred gallon tank in the back. I would drive it to that commercial landscaping job, put in my 10 or 12 hours that day, and I would go spray as many yards as I could before it was dark. I did that week in and week out. I worked Saturdays. Every Saturday, I was working. Um, Sundays, I did not work. Um but yeah, week in and week out, my wife knew that we had a bigger goal and a bigger plan. And, uh, I put the time in and, and it was rough, but that got us where we are now. So, and then where did the boat get close enough to the dock that you quit the other company and did full time your deal? Um, it was to the point where my life, uh, I was being consumed. I didn't have a good quality of life. So it was either I was making the, the, the full leap with their accounts. So long story short, we spray a good bit of their accounts now. Um, but I went into the meeting telling them, Hey, I'm leaving no matter what, you know, you guys can give me some, a portfolio of the properties. And then we finally decided on a price and that happened. But, um, I was leaving no matter what I just had enough of, I just didn't have good quality of life. So, uh, and what I mean by good quality of life, I made decent money, but, I didn't have any time to spend my family because I was so tired and I, you know, I worked long hours with that. So Russell, what would you say to somebody? I do a lot of one-on-one business coaching and, and what you just described is the reality for so many men out there. They feel oppressed. They feel they get home at, you know, seven, eight at night with nothing left in the tank and marital problems and just pressure. And what, what would you speak into that? Now that I think you're on kind of a different chapter of your life, what would you say to someone that's like, man, I, I can relate to that. Um, you need to make sure your partner is with you a hundred percent. Um, you guys have the same goals in mind because if you do not have the same goals, it's never going to work out. Um, you know, my wife and I, our marriage is even stronger than it was before. Uh, she runs my office for me, handles all the scheduling and all the phone calls and billing and everything. So she's, she sees the bigger picture too. So, I would say um, make sure that your partner and you are on the same page or it's never going to be a, a good situation. But in that same aspect, it doesn't get any easier. So uh, business owners are a, are a different breed. Um, it's never going to get easier. There's always going to be hard, difficult decisions throughout you know, your business, um, the lifetime of your business. So like I said, it's never going to get, it's never going to get easier. So, People that say it gets easier, that's, that's, I don't think that's true. So, 
So it's t- just a different kind of different kind of decision. So to walk us through, uh, Russell, and I've always been curious of kind of the the method behind your decision making on the services that you do offer now. I know you do uh, fertilizer and weed control, and watching your Instagram, it seems like you guys are doing a lot of enhancements, you know, installations. So what exactly yep. do you offer, and why? Because there's so many different uh, combinations and variations that different companies offer even in the Atlanta market, why have you kind of yep. narrowed it down to what you have, uh, the way you have it set up? Tell us, tell us what you're doing now and why. Okay. So you need to figure out what you're best at in your business. Um, so what I'm best at is we control fertilization. Um, we make the most, you know, we can get bang out the most jobs that way. My guys have, you know, steady paycheck with that. That brings in the money that makes the business you know, the doors open Monday through Friday, fuel in the tanks, payroll getting paid and everything. Um, and then I would never really, as far as installations and stuff, I'm not geared for the big $40,000 patio. Mm-hmm. I will never be like that. Uh, you know, I'm more the, the one, two, maybe three day jobs in and out, move on to the next one. Um, plants, sod, bigger, mulch, simple plants, stuff like plants, that. Uh, simple stuff like that. The margins are high and you're not eating up labor, you know, trying to put down a paper patio that you really aren't. You have the knowledge and the skill set to do it, but you're eating up labor hours being there two, three, four, five days extra than you shouldn't have been. So we keep it easy with, you know, we'll do drainage jobs, side jobs, irrigation, you know, we'll put in a zone or two of irrigation, but nothing crazy. Um, and then it's to the point now where I'm even scaling that back even more and because the fertilization we control is growing so much right now that um, I, I really pick and choose the installations that we do now. So, when uh, you do, yeah. what's kind of your wheelhouse ideal installation? Is it a $5,000 ticket, a $10,000 job, 15? Well, what do you kind of, if you kind of had it perfectly lined up, what would you like it to do to be sod, mulch, 10 grand, or like what's, what's your wheelhouse that you kind of look for for um, the high profit? Sod, in and out, sod, you know, five to 10 pallet job you know, in and out in three quarters of the day, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. I mean, that's where the money is, I believe, in, in sod and, and planting. Um, you know, you can throw in some plants pretty quick, um, get that instant gratification, and uh, you get in and out quick. And then, I would say to the guys out there, I wouldn't I wouldn't tackle those big jobs. Let, let the guys in, that have been in business for a long time do those big jobs, that have the equipment, that have the skilled labor to get in and out quick. And if they do make a mistake, estimate or whatever, it's not going to kill them because they have, you know, a lot more uh, revenue in the bank. With little guys, a big job like that could really fail you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if you don't bid it correctly. So I know you're always pivoting and moving. What what excites you for the future? What what's kind of your vision of where you want to take this thing to to into 2021? Um, continue to grow the weed control and fertilization um, this year. We picked up 200 accounts just doing um, Google pay-per-click ads and stuff like that. We just bought another company out on uh, this last Saturday. That was another 230 accounts. So we are just shy of a thousand accounts right now, fertilization-wise. But I think next year we can be 1,500 customers easily next year. Maybe even even close to 2,000 next year. So I mean, I don't know, Paul. I don't know where I want to see this this journey end. It might be 10 trucks. I don't know. 
So, but you guys, so, yeah. so you're at, you're at, you said you're at 1500 customers now, or that's where you'd like to be. No, we're, we're, we're right at a thousand customers right now. Okay. And that's, that's the eight app program. You guys are going, um, eight times a yep, year. We do eight. Yep. We do eight apps a year. Um, so we have another truck on order right now. It'll be here at the end of this year, first of next year, um, for the spring growth. I think we're going to put on 300 or 400 accounts in the springtime. Um, and then keep on moving on. Man, what's the um, best marketing tip that you have for us of, of how to, how we should uh, grow and scale our businesses? Okay. So I would say marketing tips. Um, it's, you know, it's going to take two things, either time or it's going to take money. And my, and, and, my business approach, the way I had my business, I didn't have money at the beginning. I literally started with nothing. So it took time. And that's where a lot of businesses fail because they don't see the long haul. They don't see the end goal and they get frustrated and quit. But you have to put your time in if you don't have money. So, but if you do have money, you can obviously do pay-per-click ads. You can do Google reviews are good. Um, door-to-door mailers, those still work. What do you um, What do you these, use for your door to door mailers? What What system or how do you do that? Um, so we use um, as a spray company. We use Real Green, and that's how we do our door to door mailers. It's called Neighborhood Postcards, is what they're called. Okay. So we can market to a customer next to our customer um, that we don't currently have. Um, versus sending like like EDDMs out in a whole zip code, we can target um, target market to potential customers next door to the ones you already have. Yeah, that's sharp. And Russell, what did you have anything else to add on marketing? Cause I had one other question for you. Um, yeah, I just, I would just say, um, it, when people see these, these new companies grow to four or 5,000 customers in a year or two, it's because they had a lot of money to start off with either they had another business or whatever. So don't, don't be discouraged when you only grow by 100 accounts the first year. It's because those other companies, you know, they have 250 grand in cash sitting in a bank that they're going to use that first year in marketing. So little guys, just put the time in. Just, just stay diligent and you will continue to grow. Um, that's all I would say about that. And then I had a question for you for the little guy who is in Fert and Squirt. And I'll give a little funny backstory. I was out there, you know, I, I didn't know anything, Russell, and I'm sitting there in Poa Anya or whatever you call it, pops up in my yard. And I go over to yeah. uh, Helena and I start talking to Warren. I'm like, I took a picture. I think this is back when we had flip phones because I mean, this is a long time ago, but you know, I show him, he's, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's this. You need to buy this for it. And then the next, the next week, Nuts Edge coming up. So I take a picture. I come back, Warren, what's this? Oh, that's Nuts Edge. You need to buy this. And then and it's just, it's like a revolving door. I keep coming back, taking pictures of weeds and showing it to this guy, Warren. Well, I only had like 25 accounts and, and I'm spending, you know, $80, $150 buying all this stuff to, you know, spot spray these specific weeds. And uh, he said, Paul, he said, uh, I think it's time you call Russell Skipper. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think I got it figured out. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you're losing money and uh, humble yourself and call Russell. So that was the end of my fertilizer and weed control career. <laughs> but what would you say to no. somebody who actually says, you know what? I want to go out and get the spray tank. I want to go out and, and, and 
you know, market and actually build the customer, what's kind of the proper way to get educated, to get licensed, to get, you know, your setup for the guy that really is thinking about fertilizer and weed control. He hears you guys like you saying high profit, high profit, good money. What's kind of that starting gateway to someone who's just a newbie to the Fert and Squirt programs? Um, I would buy you a pickup truck. I would get a 2,500, whatever model Ford, Chevy or whatever. It doesn't have to be a new truck. I'd definitely get a 2,500 model or an F-250 or something like that. Um, go get you a used tank. If you can't find any used tank, um, GNC out of Arkansas has a great, great startup setup. You know, it's relatively cheap. You can get in for, you know, four or five thousand dollars. Um, a nice pump. Um, and then, but before all that, you really need to go get your license. Um, whatever state you're in, go get your license, you know, study for the test, get that done. So you, you have all that off your chest and you can run your business the way you need to run it and not worry about, you know, breaking the law, you know, spraying illegally, um, definitely go get, go get licensed. Most of your, your, uh, colleges have an extension agency that you can call and, um, you know, figure out where the test is at. They'll send you books. You can read the books. Um, and those tests are no joke. I mean, they're hard and they're hard for a reason because, uh, you know, they don't want Joe Schmoes out there just mixing chemicals and spraying. Nailer with um, the trailer. Chuck in the truck. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So they, they make it hard. So once you pass that test, I mean, you're free range. You can do, you can, you know, you're good to go and start making money. You know what I mean? And then, um, but that's what I would suggest right off the bat. And, 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 and lastly, to piggyback off that, where, where do you buy the products? So, um, we buy our products from Helena. Um, I, this year we've been, um, spreading the love a little bit. We bought a little bit from site one. Um, there's a new company starting up down the street, Agra ASD in our area. We bought a little bit from them and then Howard's fertilizer too. So we've been spreading the love all around this year. Um, but, but Helena and Warren Clemens, um, they're our go-to here in Atlanta. Um, that man's full of knowledge. So if I don't know it, I can call him and he definitely knows it. So, um, and I would say that find you a mentor that knows more than you and just listen and, uh, they will give you the answers. We really appreciate your time, uh, Russell. For those of you um, who are on Instagram that want to follow you, what's your uh, Instagram handle? I know you post a lot of pictures and videos of your company over there. Um, so our, our Instagram handle is solid green GA. Um, yeah, that's our Instagram handle. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time. Is there anything else burning on your heart you wanted to share with, with my audience or you think we summed it up pretty good? I, I think the biggest thing, man, is just, they need to just, just put the time in. You know what I mean? There's going to be times that you're, you're frustrating, you're down and you want to sell the company, but you know, if you quit, you're going to wish you never quit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's my biggest thing, man. Well, I really, really appreciate, uh, I've been wanting to interview you for a while, man. I, I deeply respect, uh, your company and just watching you grow and just the, the laser focus you have to continue to take this thing to the next level. I've, I'm a big fan of yours, Russell, and, and I, I definitely uh, value what you have to say. So thanks for sharing today. No problem, man. Thanks for letting me be on here.
Well, we really appreciate Russell sharing with us today his business story and uh, what he's learned along the way. I appreciate his friendship and uh, we definitely hope to get him back on the show sooner than later. Thanks again to today's show sponsors. And you guys can look at the links in today's uh, program description. And if you click on that link, it will take you to the Wrapmate website if you want a free estimate of what it would cost to wrap your vehicle. Or if you want to go over to the Hardscape Academy and get a free resource on how to get started in hardscaping. Caleb's got that available for you at the hardscapeacademy.com. And of course, Echo's awesome lineup of products will include their link in today's show notes. And you can also get those Echo products at your local dealer if you have an Echo local dealer near you and uh, visit their website as well. We appreciate Echo, Hardscape Academy, and Rapmate for sponsoring today's show. Also, uh, we're going to say here a quick word from my buddy Jason up in Seattle, Washington area. He uh, services a suburb of uh, Seattle and he had a customer that was $35, Marty. This is funny to me because this isn't what I would instruct, but he did it and it worked. $35 a, a, a cut and he changed the, the price to $50. He used my rate increase letter and he sent it to the lady. She fires him, says, you know, see you later. Well, then after a week, she called him back. It's like, okay, uh, you're hired again. Uh, we'll pay 50 bucks. Now so he's making $50. So anyway, my suggestion is a, a, a slight bump. You know, if you're at $50, maybe say, hey, we're changing our price to $53. And old Jason, man, them Seattle Seahawks fans, they don't fool around. He just, he just went for it, man. He's like, how about $50? So Sweet Sue. And uh, she said yes. After a week of, uh, you know, Naylor in the trailer and Chuck in the truck showing up, she's like, I'm getting Jason back and I'm going to pay him what he's worth. So we're going to hear a quick testimony about how the rate increase letter worked for him. And guys, if you want to get the rate increase letter, it's on sale right now for like $20. You download the template. It's plug and play. Put your information in, email it to your customers, and uh, hopefully they will accept your new price and you'll be making more money by raising your rates. That's how it works, Marty. So let's hear a quick word from Jason. Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 to, uh, per cut, and it was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut, and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony. And guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. It's only $20. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why it's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there, get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, using that rate increase letter, uh, was fantastic uh, decision for my business. 